Welcome to Network Marketing Success Secrets. I'm your host, Gloria McDonald. On this podcast, I'm going to share with you all of my best tools, tips, ideas, and techniques to help you get more leads, have a steady stream of highly qualified prospects coming in every single day, close more sales, and recruit more team members so that you can spend more time doing the things you love and less time doing the things you don't. I'm curious, let me ask you, how much could you really achieve and accomplish if you had a clear, simple, and proven roadmap to success and a mentor who knows how to guide you each step of the way? In this moment, you're standing on the threshold of an amazing life, and it's time for you to walk across that threshold to finally achieve your dreams with clarity and confidence, no matter how big your dreams may be. I know you can achieve these dreams because you are amazing, genius, and divine. Now let's get to the episode. Welcome everyone. I am here today with DJ Barton. I'm thrilled to be here. DJ is a number one earner and top recruiter in the network marketing slash affiliate industry. And DJ, you've been in the industry for 27 years, right? It has been 27 exciting, interesting years, to say the least. (laughs) So because you've had experience, I always like to provide people with information that they might not know about. So because you were the number one earner in a company, how many people did you personally recruit approximately? I mean, I'm not expecting you to know to the number, but give people a sense of approximately how many people did you personally enroll to become the number one earner? Yeah, no problem. And I appreciate it. And thank you for having me as well. It's an honor to be here. And so in the last company, we actually only brought in about 85, 86 people personally, but we built a lot of depth that helped a lot of people make money because we had a really special and unique comp plan. And we were only there for just under a year, believe it or not. So in our first year is about 85 we had a little bit more, but those are the ones that really stuck around. We brought in right. a total of over 100, but 85 stuck around and built with us. See, I think that's amazing because I think so many people who have been struggling in network marketing, may, maybe haven't made any money, maybe only made like 500 or so dollars a month, and they have this vision, but they think it takes personally recruiting hundreds and hundreds or thousands of people. So I love to hear those stories. 85 to 100 people to be the number one earner in the company. And a lot of it has to do with compensation plan drives behavior, right? A thousand percent. Uh, been in this yeah. profession 27 years and 85 or 100 personals may not have gotten me to the number one spot and other opportunities because of the structure of certain companies, right? So it's all has to do too with a little bit of structure, a little bit of timing, a little bit of luck. A lot of a lot of professional network marketers won't tell you about the little luck part, but there is yeah. some luck of having success. But it also, the harder you work and the more consistent you are, the luckier you get. And Absolutely. you know, you're a top earner. You're crushing it in so many things. And I'm honored to be on here with you. So, Yeah. So DJ, of those 85 to 100 people, how many of those would you say were absolutely working the business and they were leaders? I would say out of the eight, let's just say 85, because those are the ones that were active. I would say there was consistently between 20 and 25 that were showing up on a bi-daily basis building their business. And that's, a, that's okay. I would say that's a pretty accurate number based upon okay. the DMO stuff that we do on a daily basis. So 
Yeah. Right. So again, it wasn't like all 85 of those people were top earners and top leaders and that kind of thing. Right. You know, what's interesting, Gloria, is it's the 80-20 rule, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, 20% of the people do 80% of the work. And a lot of those people were happy customers and they're not going to go build a business with you, but they're going to be loyal customers to the product that you sell. Right. Right. And so 20-25 people is a good number uh, out of that percentage for sure. I'm assuming, maybe I'm assuming incorrectly, that there was a time in your life when you struggled in network marketing. Is that oh, yeah. true? 100%. <laughs> I would how- say if there's a leader that tells you they didn't struggle, they're lying. <laughs> and- I mean, there's a, an emotional roller coaster. There's good days. There's bad days. I always tell people, I said, listen, if you're in a happy marriage, there's going to be some good days, but there's also going to be some challenging days, right? Yeah. But there's no quit bone in you. You're going to always figure it out. And it's the same thing in business. If you have a nine to five job, you have highs and lows. And and no, we're all human by at the end of the day. But it, here's the way I say it is there's a learning curve with this profession. And yeah. what I the example I like to use, if you're okay with me sharing it with everybody, sure. is that most people that join a home-based business want to make an extra 500, a thousand bucks a month. Some want to make more, but the reality is 500 to a thousand dollars would give them breathing room, right? I mean, we're in an economy where the rise of the cost of everything is going up except someone's salary or hourly wage, right? And so when people get into a home-based business, they get excited as you should. But here's the but part is there's also some limited belief, self-doubts, or insecurities that people bring to the game, which can determine somebody's learning curve and shorting uh, shortening up that track from start to success, right? And a lot of times we've all been conditioned to pro and program to do what we're told when to do it, right? I mean, think about when I know yeah. when I was a kid, my mom would tell me to pick, take out the trash go walk the dog, go mow the grass, you know, do, do the thing. Right. And then yeah. my teachers did the same thing, right. Do your homework or principals. If you got in trouble and you know, your sport, your coaches, and all of a sudden then you get into, uh, you know, your job, corporate America, military, and everybody's been told what to do. So nobody thinks about this, but that conditioning subconsciously sits back here and is actually the reason why people slow their way to the success. And if they don't make it eventually quit, And so you have to acknowledge that. I remember going to my first seminar back 27 years ago. And I remember the the trainer, Mark, who was a good mentor of mine, a great friend today. And he said, DJ, he goes, your brain is like a keyboard. The best part is there's a delete button and we can delete all the negative programming and conditioning, but then we can reprogram you so you can have success as long as you're open because we know your mind is like a parachute. It works when it's open. And so you have to be open for change. We know it's uncomfortable, but you also have to get uncomfortable to get comfortable. So there's a lot of little learning curves of going through that roller coaster of having success, right? Absolutely. And you just got to embrace that ride. I always tell people to buckle up and hold on tight because it won't be easy, but it would be worth it if you can finish the ride, right? Absolutely. Thousand percent. And how long would you say it took you uh, from the time you started in network marketing till the time when you actually got to the point where like, I'm successful? Yeah. Where you're actually making some checks with commas on it. Yeah. <laughs> So I started in the profession just before my 19th birthday. Mm-hmm. I didn't have any business experience, struggled through high school, grew up in a single parent home, 
Father passed away at a young age, got hit pretty hard with some emotional stuff along the way. Won't get into too much detail now. And so I had some mental struggles early on. Not that I didn't believe I could be good enough, but I didn't know if I, you know, I had no business being in business, right? So if I met someone like you, the credibility that you have today, uh, back then I would have been intimidated. I really would because you've had all this success and glory and, you know, wins in your life. And so uh, I will tell you from the time I enrolled six years later, I became a top 20 money earner in the company I was in. So that was in six years. I would say it took me a couple of years to really get the steam going and momentum going. But it wasn't like a big check, big check, big check, big check. It was big check, no check. Little check, no check, no check, no check, little check, no check, big check, no check. So it was a it was an interesting pattern. And most people, like myself, and I don't know if you did this, but I I spent more than I made. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) for years. Yeah, Yeah. it's so funny. It's like I we used to always joke about this. Like my son, he's a nineteen. He just got his pilot's license. He did a an accelerated course to where it was done in less than a year. And he spent six figures to get his uh, pilot's license, right? Right. And he didn't make any money during that time, but that's called growth, learning, getting qualified. You have to pay your dues, but time means everything. He's going to crush it financially because all the uh, baby boomers are retiring in that industry. He's going to be the guy that comes in and takes over, right? But so we all have to pay our dues wherever we are in business. And that was the learning curve. I'm not saying someone that's here in this podcast can't come in and just pop right out and go to six figures their first year. I have a lot of friends that did that. That just wasn't me. I struggled for a long time. I remember a mentor of mine probably about seven or eight years ago. He said, you're going to be overworked and underpaid for a few years, but eventually you'll be overpaid and underworked. But you have to wait till that transition happens because it's going to be work, 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 get a check then work, 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 maybe check, check, right? And eventually you'll work, check, 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 work, check, and then it's just check and you can go enjoy life. But you have to build the foundation first. Absolutely. So then you get to this point where it's check, 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 check with commas in them, right? And then it's smooth sailing nonstop from there on, right? Sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, every so many people in life, and myself included, used to always think, well, if I made this, these problems would go away, right? Oh, man. Yes. I remember when it was, if I could just make $20,000 a year, I thought I was going to be so rich when I made $20,000 yeah. a year. I remember that. That was a big number. Yeah. And I saw a good friend of mine post the other day because he, you know, obviously had life struggles, ins and outs of positive, negative things. And now he crushes it, makes almost a million a year. And he still has problems. All right. And really? money. Right. Just it's just different levels of problems. And so you just got to learn how to adapt and adjust. Money, you know, can do amazing things. It can buy you time, get your time back. It can help you reinvest the more you make. You can create multiple streams of revenue, which is what you want to do in life. And also you can you can give more and contribute more to the less the less fortunate, right? There's a lot of things that money can do, but I don't think it'll buy happiness per se, but either does being broke. I rather right. be kind of rich and miserable than broke and miserable, right? Yeah, so yeah, you, you got to pick. You got to pick your poison. But um, it, you also one thing that took me a while is I didn't always enjoy the moments in the journey early on because I just wanted to get to the next rank. 
the next mm-hmm. promotion, the next event, whatever it was in my life. And now in the position that we're in, of course, I want to have the, the the number one company, the best of the best, but I'm going to embrace this journey differently and right. do it the right way at the right pace and the right speed and all the things are going to align. And I'm going to actually enjoy the fruits of the labor along the way. I think a lot of people forget about that, not just in our industry, but a lot of industries. Oh, I think it's human beings, right? It's human nature. Yeah. So DJ, how many different companies have you been with approximately? Yeah, no, I counted the other day and it was, it was six companies in 27 years, not by my choice. I think most of us who've been in the industry for any amount of time, even if it's only five or six years or something, but any of us who've been in the industry for 10 years or more have generally experienced something where a company goes out of business, a company changes their comp plan, a company sells to somebody else, something happens, they don't reinvest in the in their business and yeah. the you know the company starts to tank something happens and something changes which then means you have to make a change have you had any of those experiences oh, i thought you like were reading my resume for a minute so the short answer is yes cuz i was just going back the first company i was in i uh, went out of business second company went out of business took some time off started some of my own traditional businesses but then the third company i was in changed their comp plan four times in 90 days uh which whenever people do that they're I mean, they're scrambling trying to fix a hole in the bucket if you will right yep and then the 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 fourth company uh went out of business pandemic we weren't set up for it and then the fifth company uh, got temporary shut down, but then reopened. And then the last company, the sixth company, uh, they, we just agreed to disagree that they weren't growing and reinvesting into the company. And if you look at all the companies I've been a part of, because I'm I'm a very, very loyal person mm-hmm. where I'll, I'll, I'll grab a bucket and, and get the water out of the boat that's sinking to help it. I'll put gum on the hole and I'll I'll spread out and cover all the other holes and still paddle and do everything. But there's a difference between loyalty and stupidity, right? Sooner or yeah. later, you've got to like inspect what you expect per se. Yeah. And every company I've been a part of, from somewhere in the corporation side, they did pivots that were not in the best interest for the field. And if I stop believing, like I, I'm a true believer, if I stop believing down to my core, I'm out like one ounce of doubt. I am in deep, deep doo-doo. And, yeah. and that's, and, and truthfully, that's all of those journeys uh, and setbacks really were almost like a setup for what the next chapter in my personal life is all about. So at the, in the moment I had anger, frustration, pissed, resentment, all these different things. Of course, the big man upstairs has a different plan that we just yeah. can't see sometimes. Right. And so I'm grateful for those experiences. And I was reading a book yesterday and losses are just lessons, right? Yeah. Uh, you got to turn the L's into wins or what less lear- losses into learning. And, and that's kind of what we've done over the last 27 years. So long story short, you decided to create your own company. That's no small decision to going from being a network marketer in the trenches, even if you're the number one earner, top recruiter to starting your own company. Was that a difficult decision? What made you decide to start your own company? I, it never crossed my mind, put it that way. Mm-hmm. Because I just figured, well, just because someone else's decisions 
stop them doesn't mean my dreams stop. Plans change, decisions don't. That's how I've always lived for 27 years. I just got the chills thinking about it. The gentleman that enrolled me in the previous company came to, he he's owned a successful company, been a top producer in a company. He knows the ins and outs in business. We all know it's not what you know, but who you know. And he said, DJ, you've always been a top producer. You've always been one of the hardest working people I've ever met in this profession. He goes, it's time for you to step up and elevate and get yourself into a different uncharted water to grow, but it's time for you to be a part owner of a company. And I didn't say yes right away. Mm -hmm. I, I I took a couple of days. You don't know what you don't know. I know how to build. But there are, uh, there are things that I don't know about running a company. And I'm not going to lie to people and say, oh, I, don't, I know everything about owning a company. I don't. Right. However, uh, I'm smart enough to hire the people that do know the things I don't know to run a company. Right? right? And we have the most ridiculous operations team by far that is way smarter than I am, which is great. My point, though, is it wasn't something that I planned, but it's something that I now believe that I'm ready for to mm-hmm. elevate my game. And it's going to help me mm-hmm. elevate my personal life too, my business life, uh, my faith life, my entrepreneur life, my personal development life, my physical well-being life. I think it's going to not, I think I, it's going to elevate in a lot of different areas. And the reason why I say that Gloria is because there's a whole nother level of people relying on me. Right. And I can't, yeah. and I can't let them down. Yeah. So I'm excited for that, uh, excited for that challenge. And, uh, you know, we, we did, we started our founders launch back on August 7th. We went to pre-launch a couple of days ago. And of course it's going to be bumpy, bumpy roads for a little bit because it's new, right? Like everybody's like, Oh, I want to be it, but it's new. Yeah. Until it's new and you're in, then you reevaluate that question. But, um, we, we, we realize that we're going to build our company for the field, but from the field's perspective, because my heart is always in the trenches and always in the field. Like half the day I'm on corporate meetings, half the day I'm in the trenches doing meetings. And I love the trench meetings way better than the corporate meetings. So I'm not a corporate guy. I sit yeah. in them so I know what's going on. I give my advice because I always put my rep hat on in these meetings to fight for the reps. And so we are co-creating. We have created a ridiculous system. We're building for the field from the field. And I'm I'm a rep in my own company and I'm going to build. So we're building a corporation that won't let us down again. And right. we're going to build this to be a legacy company. We're not doing this to have overnight success. We're not doing this to do this for two to three to five years and then sell it. We're doing this to be able to will it to our for generations to come. That's why we're doing this. We're we're oh. I, we don't do things small. We do things big. I have a lot of people that know me in this space, and my name is everything. And we're mm-hmm. going to protect this house in a big way. And people are going to be proud to be a part of what we're doing. Cool. So you started this new company called Lavardi, and it's mm-hmm. a travel company. So when I first heard about it, I'm like, great, another travel company. <laughs> it's it's not as bad as another health and wellness company. But right. do we really need another travel company? So, you know, I'm all in. I'm on board. But what's different about this travel company? First of all, we're grateful, by the way, to have you on. I mean, it's a dream come true to have someone like you a part of what we're doing. And you're going to make it just that much better. Thanks. I appreciate that. And I'm Absolutely. having a blast. It's fun. Absolutely. 
there's a lot of things that are different. Everybody always says they got the best thing. And there are a lot of travel companies out there, but most of them don't make it their main thing, right? They have it as an add-on. Like I know credit repair companies that have added on. I know nutrition companies have added it in. I know crypto companies have added it in, right? And the reason why all these companies add it in is because it's sexy and everybody wants to travel. And when they make a bunch of money, what do they want to do? Eventually travel. And it can be the stickiness of what we're doing. And that's always going to be our main thing. We'll have other things on the back end that we won't ever market publicly, but internally our members and our affiliates will have access to to generate more revenue because we always want to protect ourselves for unseen circumstances that we can't control, right? So we're very smart businessmen that run and own this company with supporting cast of amazing people, all right? So what makes us different is for sure our culture, our community, our leadership, our tools, and our systems, right? Because you could go join company A that has a weight loss product and company B that has weight loss. What makes them different? The people in the community. That's first Mm -hmm. and foremost. I don't care what anybody says. And the second part is, is the stickiness around our travel. There's a lot of companies that call themselves travel clubs. We're not a travel club. We're not a discount program. We are a true wholesale travel app. We don't make any money in the travel industry. Isn't that interesting? We That's wanted, interesting. We wanted to come at, in at this as a disruption. And I, I, and you and I have had this conversation. You and I both agree that Uber disrupted the the uh, taxi industry. Like before, when 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 Uber first came out, it was like, all right, I'm taking this thing to the airport. Am I really going to get there? I better show up an extra hour early just in case I get a lot. They get lost, or they take me into a desert. I don't know where I'm going. Right now, if you have to take a taxi, it looks like an old police car because it has the plexiglass in the middle, yeah. and it just feels uncomfortable. Right. And then yeah. what Amazon is doing to the world is amazing, right? It's just there, it's 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 a it's a disruption. And when you look at what Pandora and Spotify did to the music industry, they disrupted the CD industry and all the things that go behind that, and also what Netflix did to Blockbuster. Anytime there's an opportunity to disrupt, there's a financial upside and a movement created. And right. if you think about all of the apps on so on, on the, in the subscription world we live in, nobody's disrupted travel. They've talked about it. They've used the words. I've said the words in previous opportunities, but I just had that blind faith. Now we're at the steering wheel driving this thing, and we know what we're going to do to disrupt it, not only the travel industry, but the home-based business industry, because we saw the 65-year-old problem, and, and we can talk about that later. But the point is... We also bring in a bunch of daily value to offset the membership to truly make it more of just a lifestyle membership, not just a travel app, but more of a whole lifestyle situation, which makes it very unique with what we're doing. And uh, we're excited about it. Extremely excited about it, actually. So, yeah, look, there are people that may maybe travel once a year, right? Maybe they're traveling to their family. Uh, for Christmas or the holidays or something. Uh, And then there are people that travel every month. And then there are people travel, you know, two or three times a year. There are all kinds of people. But even for the people that are only traveling once or twice a year, you have so much value in there that you can 
you know, the, the monthly membership fee, whether it's the, the coach package or the premium package, you can get that all back every single month, yeah. the value that you've provided, which is huge because like you, I don't want to have people paying bucket loads of money for auto ships to get products and services that they never use. That's, you know, or that they can't, I mean, I think so many of us have been involved in health and wellness opportunities or or maybe skincare, whatever it is, where you've got physical product and you have to buy so dang much of it, you just can't keep up with it, you know, to keep your minimum auto ship. Well, I love what you've done here. I love the membership model. Um, you know, so you're not forced to use so much money to buy so much travel a month or something like that yeah. to, you know, keep up your active status. It's I love this. Well, we wanted so, to create a lot of stickiness and a lot of rewards within the community, right? Yeah. And and that was the main thing is we want to say, how can we get people not to cancel this? Like Netflix, right? Right. It's a small monthly fee, but you're leveraging millions of people's buying power. They're over delivering. Costco makes 90% or 87% of their money on the membership, 12, 13% markup on the product, right? But they're leveraging millions of people's buying power. And that's what we're doing in the travel industry. So that way we can give people access to unpublished rates that the public does not have access to. So that way they can travel for wholesale instead of retail, because it really is. Time is the new rich, right? Mm-hmm. And people uh, want to create memories and, and create experiences that they that will last a lifetime. You can't take a hearse with a trailer full of toys, right? It just it just doesn't work that way. It doesn't matter how big. Like as when I first got into network marketing twenty seven years ago, yes, I wanted the Lambo, the big home overlooking the ocean, the exotic lifestyle, the jets, and all that. And don't don't mistake me. All that's nice, right? But yeah. to, for me to spend time with the people that I care about the most and creating memories and experiences, way more valuable than the toys, way more absolutely. valuable. And yeah. that's what we sell. That's what we sell. That's powerful. Yeah. yeah, it absolutely is. So I love the fact that you're disrupting the travel industry, but I also love maybe even more <laughs> because I'm passionate about our industry of network and affiliate marketing. I love yeah, I do have to say personally for me more, I love the fact that you're disrupting the network marketing slash affiliate marketing industry with your comp plan. So can you talk just a little bit about that? Yeah. And it's always interesting because some network marketers buck me on this and you're never supposed to lead with comp plan because and and if you're building the old way, I would agree with you because most comp plans have about a 10 to 15 percent difference. It's all sliced and yeah. diced and paid out some weird way that most people can't even understand anyways. A thousand percent. Okay. Yeah. And so what we wanted to do is one of the things, and I even talked to one of my mentors who I do a lot of coaching with on how it actually bothered me. Like it, it made me feel ill at times because people do sign up because if they work with me, with me, just like if they sign up with you, they're signing up with you, not the product, not the service, not the opportunity, right? Right. And so it really bothered me when people would sign up and fail. It yeah. really it irritated me. It frustrated me. It pissed me off in a way because the, the failure rate is much higher than the success rate. And I know people are probably thinking, well, that's in any industry, right? There's only a small percentage of people that make it to the COO. The rest are employees. And most people that you know play baseball at a little league never make it to the big leagues. I get that. 
But if you can do anything in your power to make it a little bit better ratio, that's mm-hmm. what we tried to do. That's not that's what we did do with our comp plan. And nobody's added the comp plan the way we did it. We built it on the front end is straight up affiliate marketing. On the back end, there's a touch of network marketing in it. But I believe we're really one of the first one or two companies out there that have created a model such as this because the 65-year-old problem, the gorilla in the network marketing space is most people fail and succeed. And most people, if not all people in network marketing, only get paid on their own sales, number one. But number two is if they're good enough and lucky enough to build a team and they can actually go make sales, they get a small percentage of those sales. Would you agree? Totally. thousand percent. All right. And so here's what we did differently is we created a way where you can get paid not just on your sales, but the entire company sales. So you actually get paid like an owner without being an owner. And so you're not just, you're not, it's not only based on what you do and your team does, it's based on the whole company. I remember sitting in uh, one of my companies where we would sell out arenas and the best of the best were on stage talking, master vision, mindset, and training, everything. And I would be sitting there and I've had success going, yep. I could just have a, one of these guys in my team just once in my life, life would be a lot different, right? We always wish oh. that. Yeah, don't and we all want that one big fish? Just that's one, gonna just one. Make just us a millionaire, person. right? <laughs> and every every time I go to an event, I'm like, oh, they're so good. If I could just have someone like that just show up, it'd be amazing. And, and that's one thing. The other thing I used to always hear is those leaders on stage would always say, we're one team, we're one dream. If you need help, just reach out. Well, they're sidelined. They're not, there's no compensation value for them to help. After the event, you reach out to them and all you hear is crickets, right? Has that? I don't know if that's ever happened to you. Oh. It's happened to me yeah. many times. Yeah. They don't want to help so, you. They're not getting paid. You know, They're not making no. a dime off of you. Why do they want to help you? They don't. Yeah. Right? It, it sounds good, but they're not going to help. So we know compensation plan drives behavior. Mm-hmm. And so we created three ways for people to get paid and they can reach out to you to get the full comp plan. But I'll give you know, we created a direct commission where it's, there's daily payouts, which is really exciting. They don't have to wait till the end of the month, things like that. And but then the second way we get paid is we created a way where we took 33 percent okay, of the top line revenue, gross revenue. And we created these 11 revenue pools. We put three percent in each pool. But you were you get paid like an owner without being an owner because you get paid off the total revenue. But how you get paid in our comp plan is or how you qualify rather to get in our revenue share model is number one, personal sales. Number two is company growth after you get started. So there's a lot of urgency with our comp plan of timing, placement, and positioning. Because if you signed up today, Gloria. Everybody in the history of our company goes signed up underneath you. So a lot of times in network marketing, you'll hear the term binary, which is two teams, right? Or you'll hear unilevel, which is going wide. We're a one-legged jet stream. We call it the one-legged monster. And so that's what's the power behind this. You can get in our first six revenue pools with no recruiting, no duplication, and make a a full-time income once we get to over a million a month in revenue, which will be you know, anytime. So that's the beautiful part about what we do. And then the back end for the builders and the leaders, 
pool seven through 10. Yeah, there's some lineage requirements, but then we give you a check match play to go help affiliates crush it and get in our pools. Okay, wait though. Back, rewind, rewind. I want you to say that again. You can be in your top six pools without recruiting anyone. Mm -hmm. The first six pools, one through six, you can get in those without any recruiting, without any duplication. Just go get customers because that's your qualification that you can only control. And then the second qualification is company growth after you get time stamped in. That's going to happen organically because everybody's building the same the same jet stream, right? Yeah. I'm telling you, this is a very, very unique comp plan. There's a lot of leaders reaching out to us, making great money, but they're burnt out of seeing their people not win. Yeah. I mean, that's what, that's what so like you, that's what frustrates the living bejeebies out of me. Seeing people on my team that are such good people, they're working hard. You know, they're, they're trying and they're not, you know, they're paying more in auto ships than they're ever making. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I am so excited about this opportunity because I love, 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 love this comp plan. I love how simple you've made it. It's not, you know, I'm in something else where the comp plan is like, oh my gosh, I need three PhDs to understand this thing. (laughs) And I'm not exaggerating. It's like, Uh, you know, I've been in network marketing for 44 years and look at this comp plan. Wow. And I'm sure very much like you, you know, I've studied tons of comp plans, right? I get them. And this thing is like, okay, I need to read that again. You know? It's refreshing. It's refreshing. I mean, I have an 80, she has turned 81 on Monday, bless her heart. She's already got two customers. Okay. She's not going to build a big team. Right. Okay. But she's got two customers and she's already qualified, <coughs> excuse me, in our first, we have pool one, pool two. She qualified for both of those just in the first three days, okay? Where can you go get two customers and already be in a revenue share in the network marketing space? And we have a little faster bonus where if you get to pool two in your first 30 days, we put you in two plus, which is a bonus pool. That'll be a very rewarding, lucrative pool long-term because less people will be in that because not everybody's going to get two customers in their first 30 days. But if you do, that's an extra pool. Think about being an 81-year-old lady. You know, um, she's she told me her goal. She has to make about five grand a month to get into not a full nursing home, but that middle-of-the-road home where yeah. it's social, but she lives by herself, but has companionship. Mm-hmm. And she needs to make five grand a month. Okay. And this is, I mean, we find out people's goals, their dreams, their needs, wants, and desires. And she is going to be in a position now that she knows how to get there to keep going because now pools three is the next one and four and five and six, but she can get in that first six pools and she'll make enough money, if not more, to cover the cost for that. I don't know what you call it, not assisted living, but that, that middle road home place. And she's going to be ecstatic because we're going to keep her life going because she has something to look forward to every single day. And she's part of a a thriving community right now. That is so huge, DJ, because you and I both know that, look, whatever country you live in, whether you're in the U.S. and it's Social Security or in Canada, Social Insurance or U.K., wherever you are in the world, if you're fortunate enough to live in a country that has some type of government-funded retirement plan – it is nowhere near enough 
you know, even if you've worked at the same company for years and years and years, most people between their uh, retirement and their, you know, government assisted thing, it's barely enough, if barely enough to squeak by. And if you've been an entrepreneur, like you and I have, you know, and you've been a small business owner or something, and you don't have that, you know, corporate retirement plan, and you're trying to survive on social security or social insurance or whatever it is in your country, well, good luck, mm-hmm. right? Good luck. Yeah, it's true. It's true. I mean, yes, we all want to make money, right? We want to make an impact. And that's one thing we're doing also, Gloria, and I know this is exciting for you too, but we're in the middle right now of creating our Lavardi Foundation. It's like our bucket list foundation. Mm-hmm. And the more of a movement and a disruption that we can make, not just in the travel industry, but the home-based business mm-hmm. industry, the cherry on top of what we're actually doing is we're taking a percentage of the affiliate fee, which is an annual fee. It's not much, right. 250 bucks <laughs> a part of what we're doing. But we're going to be taking less fortunate families that are doing everything right. They might have two or three jobs. The kids might be homeschooled or in school, maybe disabilities on government assistance. They're not bitching and complaining and moaning. They're going to church. They're they're the perfect scenario. It could be anywhere in the world. It doesn't have to be just in the U.S. or Canada or Mexico, all over the world. And we have a team of people that are seeking those stories out. And we're going to put them through an interview process. And every year, we're going to send those families on bucket list trips to help them create those experiences and memories. So not only are we, we're creating a movement everywhere. And we're, we, have, we have a staff member that is going to go on those trips to be their tour guide. So that, because most of these people have probably never been on a trip, so they won't even know what to do. And we're going to have some, and a whole itinerary of life peak experiences and memories created for them. It's just going to be amazing. So we're, we're super blessed that people are seeing the vision of what Lavardi really is. It's, so you ask what's different. Everything yeah. we just talked about is different. If you're listening to this, and if you want to find out more, check out the link. As we said, timing makes a difference. So to take advantage, the maximum advantage of that community, that jet stream, right? You want to get signed up today, not tomorrow, today. Not three hours from now, but because you're growing so fast, right, DJ, that three hours makes a difference. Yeah. I mean, one day over 400 people enrolled. It's just nuts. Yeah. Yeah. So get signed up right now. Check out the link below. We've got more details for you and you can get signed up right away. Thanks so much, DJ. I so appreciate your time today. Thank you for having me. It's an honor to be here with you. 